Welcome to What the Hell's Wrong With You, the podcast where we talk about our own mental health issues and try and help you guys figure out yours. Stay tuned to figure out what the hell's wrong with you. Welcome to What the Hell's Wrong With You. I'm Lane Steadman, and I'm in here with Austin and Noel. Um, So, first off, disclaimer, we are not medical professionals. Um, Anything that we say is not, uh, what's the word? We are not held liable. Thank you. Uh, Liability disclaimer. Yes, thank you. We are just three dudes talking about our own personal experiences and hoping that we can help other people through whatever they're going through. So let's, uh, let's start off with this week's topic. So we're talking about suicide. Um, and it's, uh, one of the bigger topics that we could ever talk about. Um, so we, I already brought up the uh, Chester Bennington thing earlier today. Um, and I think we were, gonna talk about like fuck what were we gonna talk about well we should probably just recap everything since they didn't get anything yeah oh yeah this is this is take two because nothing recorded the first time yeah that's my bad also as as we talk about this i i just feel the need to put this in there like if you're if you're going through something that's really serious and you feel like you have nobody to talk to um and you're really low like the Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. And uh, there, so many people are like, ah, these people get paid to convince me not to do something. Are there people who volunteer to do that? Yeah. Um, because they don't want lives to be lost. Yeah, I want to talk about that really quickly um, before we just recap the other stuff. But have either of you guys called the hotline? No. Nope. I have not. I haven't either. Well, I thought we were going to have some good discussion on that and see what that was all about, but I guess not. <laughs> all right. So, um, what did we, you want to start with the recap? Because I don't actually remember everything that we said. I don't really either, but I'll go on a tangent until something sounds right. All right. That's pretty much all we do anyways, so. Yeah, basically. It's just a bunch of rabbit trails that lead to something that someone listens to, maybe. I don't know. Do people listen to this? I mean, a couple. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so Chester Bennington um, committed suicide uh, about a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, people theorized that it was connected to Chris Cornell's death. He took his life a couple months before that. It was Chris Cornell's 53rd, what would have been his 53rd birthday. On which the Bennington event took place, so that uh, th- they think that's a correlation that that had an emotional strain on him, and it was really like mentally taxing. Uh, and it's it's just a hard thing to talk about. Like I don't really love talking about it. It's not something that is easy. It's like there's no going back. There's no rechoosing. You can't realize yeah that it gets better because it does get better. Like the thing is. Talk to anyone who's walked through it, and um, they'll be able to tell you that as much as it sucks when you're in that, myself included, 
Lane included and Noel included. It really sucks when you're in that place. And yeah. It's not a pleasant position to be in. A lot of times you feel like there is just this wall that you're stuck behind in a dark corner and you can't get out and nothing matters. Um, and that it, the only way to get out would be that. It, it, it's so not. It's just such a messed up train of thought. Yeah, it definitely is. But it's definitely something that we have to talk about because no one talks about it. Yeah, and it's something that we've all struggled with. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. People, the other thing I think is so hard for people that they realize, I'm a, they think they're alone in that. That like, oh, I'm the only person people won't understand. More people than you know have had those thoughts and had those urges and thought about certain things and certain aspects to keep it mildly vague because there's not just one train of thought in which this goes. Yeah. Um, um, when I was in a, that place, when I was that low, um, I just looked around and just saw a ton of like quote unquote normal people. And I'm just like, you have no idea what I'm going through and you probably never have and never will. Um, but after getting past that point, I've started like understanding that all of these, again, normal people have gone through exactly the same things, but yep. they went through it and got through it and didn't end up committing suicide or either attempted suicide and failed and got past whatever the issue was. And then now they're leading really good lives. Um, yeah. Of course, there's definitely definitely going to be drawbacks um, to like just life in general, just because that's how life goes. Um, but yep. after going through what we have gone through, they're just you know you have a better understanding of the things that are going to happen in the future that are going to be better instead of all of this just sad depressing shit that is life yeah um, yeah um do you have the uh, statistics for like the age ranges for the yes. people that commit suicide the most uh yes i do so for the most part i think it was 76 percent of people this is education range um 76 percent of them have less than a college degree. Um, uh, but age range, uh, so the majority happen, or I guess majority of suicides, at least in Montana, happened between the ages of 55 and 64. And then 35 through 54, it's around like 95 people in about two years. Really? Yeah. That was a lot older than I expected. Yeah, I accept I expected pretty young. Yeah. Just because I mean everybody that I know that has attempted suicide has been our age. Mhm. Mm um That's actually really surprising. I um, guess you say that, but how many of the older people don't want to say that because they don't want to tarnish their name or they yeah. don't want to set a bad example for a younger generation? Yeah, and because it's stigmatized and there's no one that wants to talk about it anyway. Exactly. And the thing is, like, there, there are times when you can talk about it where it can encourage people and it can push them over the edge. And that's that's not what we want to do. Not at all. Um, yeah, I just I don't um, I don't understand why they would have like the those 
older people would have more of an inclination to, um, to kill themselves than, I guess, younger people because we seem stupider. Just, I don't mean that in a bad way, just as in, I mean, it came off as a bad way, but you know, you know what I mean. I just mean like, we haven't had that, we haven't had experiences that have allowed us to see that there are better days. And I mean, 35, you said, was the start of that range? Yeah, 35 to 44, it's about 94 from... Uh, January 1st, uh, 2014 to March 1st, 2016. So there were 94 deaths between then. Hmm. And then 95 in the age range from 45 to 54 and 104 from the age range 55 to 64. And what's the website? Uh, this is SRPC, SPRC.org. What is that? Suicide prevention something. Uh, suicide prevention is uh, man <laughs> I don't know it's fine I didn't know I was going to be asked these things I'm, I'm sorry I'm just doing research I just okay, wanted it to be credible <laughs> yeah cred- credible things are important yeah <laughs> a little bit I just didn't want it to be like fake news you know yep but also it's um, .org that means something right yes <laughs> I'm gonna go with it also be a real cunt who would fake this shit <laughs> That is one way to put it, Noel. That is a good point. I agree. (laughs) Uh, Noel is quiet but profound. True. He has the deepest thoughts out of everybody in this room. Well, we think. I mean, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Back back to the sad topic. Yes. Um, Also, I don't want it to be super like deep and depressing. I want us to talk. And have a little fun with it, but not oh, enough yeah. that we're just going to be, like, shitting on other people. Because it is uh, it is a sort of hard topic. This is a very sensitive topic. Yeah. Um, it is. But you also have to joke about some of the stuff. Or else it becomes way too dark. And yeah. But it's also difficult to find that fine line. Because I have so many funny things that I want to say, but I'm just like, oh, you can't do that. No. <laughs> Lane. <laughs> no. Sh- shut up. I'm going to do what I want. Ugh. Feel free. <laughs> um, I'll get sued. This will never be a podcast ever again. Well, you'll just be broken homeless. Eh. Pretty much how it already is right now, so it's fine. Fair enough. <laughs> you don't look homeless. Yeah, my my homeless look is like homeless chic you know because i dress in suits but i live in a box so dress in suits but i have a storage unit to house them whilst i live on the corner (laughs) sucking dick on the corner 50 bucks pop oh gosh no (laughs) 50 fucking bucks jesus no just 50 50 that's still a lot (laughs) for a corner cheap for a street corner blowjob I mean... Exactly. <laughs> That's why it's so much. Because it's a street corner. That's a good point. Nope. Oh. All right. Um, oh, that brings up a good point. Do you think that the homeless are more likely to commit suicide? Or do you think it's more um, middle class? Uh, statistically, if I'm not mistaken, Noel, you'll have to correct me on this at some point. Uh, I believe it's middle class. Yeah, I rem- I feel like I remember hearing somewhere that even suicide is like 
the rich man's way out. Which makes sense, because how are homeless people going to do that? They barely have enough money to, like, get food. How are they well, going to have... That's the other thing. Like, that's how they do it. They barely have enough money to get food. They so have to worry about getting money. They don't have to worry about all the things that money... So it's suicide by starvation? Not necessarily. But, I mean, think about it. Like, there are some people that choose to be homeless. Yeah. Like, they live... They just go from one place to another, find food when they can. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I told you the, my story about the homeless woman that yeah. came up to me and was like, do yeah. you want to, can I bum a cigarette from you? And I was just like, yeah, hell yeah, go for it. And then she went off about how she's homeless and she made it or she likes it that way. And then, um, she was definitely schizophrenic. Like she went off on a bunch of other tangents and I think she ended it with, some government um, conspiracy, didn't she? Oh no, she said this is hell and we're all burning, but we're all souls, so it's fine. We're all souls and vessels, so it's okay. I'm like, oh, all right, right on. See you later. Um, there's probably some meaning behind that, but that's way too fucking cryptic. Yeah, I mean, and I just met this woman, and I was just like, uh, okay. And that was after what, like ten minutes? Oh yeah, yeah. And I was oh on my, my way gosh. into work, and I was just like, oh, this is a great start to the day. And then you're like, well, I'm going in later next time. Yeah. I, well, what she ended it with was, well, I know when you work now. I was like, ah, <laughs> f- <laughs> unfortunately, have a nice day. I don't want that. Leave. Yeah. So I came into work three hours early in the next day. And then, uh, <laughs> nah. well, yeah, I just, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand why homeless people choose to be homeless i guess it's what that might upset some people saying that good people have the right to be upset that's what opinions are for yeah america yeah Yeah. i also want to state that we are not going to be pc um we are going to be pc on some topics but um sometimes i know that i slip up just because that's how i fucking talk um yeah, so I apologize if I offend you, but I'm going to say what I want to say. If we get hate mail, just send it to me. It's fine. Um, Please, no anthrax. <laughs> That's why they don't know where we live. It's just an email address. Yeah. Also, I changed the email address, so it's wthpodcast2017 at gmail.com. So if you need any advice or want to just compliment us and our beautiful faces, you can go ahead and do that at that email address and i'll uh are you you gonna change that next year no 2018 yeah yeah sure why not (laughs) i'll just make a completely new email address you just need to claim all of them while they're here because if you don't (laughs) someone else is they're gonna steal all your mail yeah or i'll just change it i don't know know. we'll figure it out we'll figure it out someday a couple years from now when somebody actually does that uh in answer to your question from a minute ago though actually think i kind of get why some people choose to be homeless i just don't understand like why would you choose to live on the street when you can i mean i guess some i understand that not everyone chooses to be homeless that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying that the people that do choose to be homeless i don't get your brain but a lot of times the people that do and they 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 do it for like a reason like they'll be like i just want to go explore and they'll just like live on the streets and tag trains and just like walk and hitchhike from place to place and hang out in different spots of the country and like bum food off of people and Ooh. enjoy things. Okay. Well that actually sounds like fun. Hey, do you guys want to be homeless with me? 
No. Oh, good try, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, Oak couldn't get nearly enough plants. <laughs> That's a fucking lie. He would find it everywhere. Noel is approachable. Noel, you should just hitchhike through the mountains and pick, like, wild herbs. How would you hitchhike through the mountains? Through the, I'm tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> Hike through the mountains. Hitchhiking through... I mean, like, if somebody... Grab a, grab a fucking eagle. If you find some guy that, like, every day's leg day, you just climb on their backpack and go for it. Feel free, but, you know, I'm not about that weird stranger piggyback life. <laughs> you just gotta go for it. Gotta Spank. jump on that back. Jump on that. Jump on that guy that's all legs. <laughs> Is it like a reverse chicken? Uh, uh. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Alright. Um, uh, do you have any more statistics that you want to talk about, Noel? Um, I'm looking at homelessness and suicide correlation and the statistics for them. Mm-hmm. So the and- podcast is suicide slash homelessness. Uh, so i saw approximately 25 to 40 percent of homeless individuals suffer from a mental illness half have substance abuse problems and little under third report serious physical conditions um serious physical conditions including diabetes cardiovascular problems hiv chronic pain problems uh among others Many homeless individuals report that one time in their lives they experience some type of physical, sexual, or emotional abuse. Yeah. So a lot of it, I think, has to do with their own mental being. Yeah. I know it says 25 to 40% suffer from mental illness. I don't think that's right. I feel like everyone fucking suffers from mental illness. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, what was the, uh, the physical? Um, uh, a third... Of the homeless, and there are oh that man. that one actually makes sense to me because yeah, like I, if you have a physical condition that you can't afford to take care of, mm-hmm. I doubt you're going to be able to afford or a physical condition that you can afford to take care of, but you can't afford to work with and afford your life. Yeah, yeah, that that definitely makes sense to me. Um, yeah, I just I don't understand why. Some people would want to just live on the street. It just doesn't make any sense to me. I know I already said that, but it's just, I'm so confused. Um, anyways, let's, uh, let's go back to that happy, fun topic called suicide. All right. So I have attempted, Noel has attempted, Austin has really considered it, but didn't, which I am very thankful for. Because Austin is smart enough that he would find some way to do it. And I'm really glad he didn't. Because if he hadn't, or if he had done that, then he wouldn't be able to be able to chill with us and talk That's about true. all this shit. That so, would be rather disappointing. Yeah, I'm actually, well. I'm thankful that we, that none of us actually died. Especially yeah, Noel. Going from that perspective like looking back yeah i'm hoping that means something to someone yeah because like all of us here are looking back at me like man that would have sucked yeah yeah and i don't mean to like say when i said especially noel i didn't mean to like fucking throw you out i was just it's just because i through the past few months probably five six months noel and i have been have gotten pretty damn close Mm. Um, 
basically a second marriage. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I don't have a first marriage. Me either. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. So, all right. Noel and I are married now. Okay. In the eyes of the law. Gay? Yep. Whatever. I am still open for a second marriage, though. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I am, too. Um, Nah, so if if Noel hadn't been... uh, If Noel hadn't been in my life recently, I would definitely say that within the past six, seven, I don't know, however long we've known each other, I probably would not be here just because he... He has been a really good friend in that he he and I both understand each other really well and have gone through very similar things, and it's really helpful. Um, I think it's also helpful to find people that have been through similar experiences that you have been through when struggling with mental illness because it's a, it's a lot harder to go through life with just yourself when you're going through it. Um, yeah, so when I was, like, really, really... The only time I've been, like, really, really depressed, what could be technically described as manic depression, probably, but was never diagnosed as such. Um, I, I literally would wake up with those thoughts, not want to do anything, not want to go anywhere, thought everything was pointless. Yeah. Um, all I would want to do is lay in bed literally watch Netflix because I was so scared to get up that I might do something. Yeah. Um, so I would lay there forever and watch Netflix and my life literally just went to crap. But growing up with, um, in the household where family members were therapists, uh, professionally and had masters in psychology. Uh, I, I know a lot of the techniques that therapists use to help get someone through a really, really low time. If they're a manic depressant, yeah and one of those things is that you don't need to be by yourself all the time at least for me i'm super extroverted when i want to be by myself all the time something's wrong yeah and i hated going around people and i didn't want to do it so i forced myself to go and get in my car and drive down to a coffee shop and sit with people yeah it's um people deal with those kinds of things in their own way um and you just have to find what's right for you uh personally i think that what you did and by socializing even though you really didn't want to was a really healthy decision it was um but if if you're starting to scare yourself you need to find someone yeah if you're starting to scare yourself get yourself around a person yeah and if you're starting to scare yourself that badly get yourself around a person and talk about it yeah freaking sucks man it sucks it really sucks Um, like i cannot emphasize the suck (laughs) <laughs> um it's like a suck. It's like a 50 dollar blow job on the street corner no wrong <laughs> suck uh no it's a powerful vacuum <laughs> um when i was uh so last wednesday as i was breaking up with my ex uh i was at that point where i needed to talk to someone yep. because i was scaring the shit out of myself that's why I had panic attacks was because I started to get those thoughts like I, without wanting them. Like I didn't yeah. want those things to happen, but they kept going through my head and I'm like, what the balls, man? Yeah, no, I really, um, after I called you and after I called Noel, I, uh, 
I called five people that night just because I was freaking out. Um, Good. And then I went and talked to my aunt, and on the drive there, that was the most depressed I have ever been. Like, I was numb for about 30 minutes just on that drive, and I was really considering doing something dumb, but I stuck through it just because I I knew that it wasn't going to be the answer. Um, I even thought about going and just admitting myself to the psych ward just uh, yep. for a little while. I almost did that twice. <coughs> because I know that if it's getting to that point, I am not going to do well just at my house, around my parents Mm-mm. even. That's why I like lived at coffee shops. I was at the point where like I was close to admitting myself. Yeah, it was... Um, it was definitely really scary, but it's terrifying. And that's one thing people don't realize. And you know, maybe for some people it's not, maybe for some people it's not that scary, but like for me, yeah. Being in that state of mind was just terrifying. Yeah. I totally understand. Especially if it is like a mental illness, chemical imbalance, uh, diagnosed thing. Yeah. It can be the, like, you don't necessarily like your logical mind doesn't want to, and it's still there. Yeah. But you just constantly have these thoughts running around that, like, that's what you need to do. Exactly. And at that point, I either, like, I came close to going to the hospital and being, like, to the ER and be like, hey, this is happening. I need somewhere to be where people can watch me. Yeah. Uh, but instead, I ended up talking to people and being like, hey, I'm really struggling. I need to be around people. Let's uh, let's go do stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, again, a really difficult decision to make yourself better. The next place we were going to go, I believe, was uh, the effect oh, on yeah. others. So we're, yeah, we're almost halfway. So I'd say we're about halfway. Yeah. So the effect that suicide has on other people. So we already talked a little bit about um, Chester Bennington possibly yeah. being the, like, the second wave of the suicide of what's his name chris cornell thank you um of soundgarden yeah so that's definitely a big part of suicide is when someone does it for seemingly no reason the people that are close to them might are definitely going to consider it yeah um i mean not everyone is going to do it but it's definitely Uh, it's a really big push yeah and even to the people like that are near you so there are so many people out there to say i don't have any friends no one's gonna notice that is shut the fuck up i mean yeah no i that's that's bs yeah i have said that before and been completely meaning it but then i start to think about it and it's just like yeah yeah like if no wasn't here i wouldn't be doing this podcast right now and i would have one less friend and we wouldn't be like my life would be totally different my friday nights would not be spent like this yeah exactly I enjoy spending my Friday nights like this. Yes. So I would be kind of pissed off at you. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> well, I mean, you'd just be shouting at my grave, so I wouldn't really care. But ah, then again. And that <laughs> is the exact point that I was trying to get at, and you made my point for me. The place that we're in is that we don't care. Exactly. It's not that we think others don't care about us. It's that we don't care about them. It's that we don't care about them. And when you look at how dark and selfish that is, take a minute and think about where you're at. It's hella selfish. It's extremely selfish. It is 
suicide is one of the most selfish mindsets you can have yeah and then um what, what was it the lead singer of um fuck was it corn i don't know somebody was saying that uh chester bennington was a coward because he committed suicide that was the guitarist from corn guitarist so i was right with the band yep um and i honestly i kind of agree with that statement because that it's it's definitely not pc it's not the right thing to say in public but it's he has a point like it is just saying that you aren't capable of handling your own situations which depending on the situation i guess you might not be able to handle or control the the different variables in that issue but it's if your situation um, is that bad go to somebody yeah and there are ways to get out of it yes i really think that i i definitely agree that it's cowardly just because it's not the only way out yeah like what the other way recorded this yeah whoever gives the advice yeah just give up yeah you don't get that advice like oh you want to be successful in business just give up yeah oh you want to be successful in music just give up no you want your car to get fixed just give up yeah you have to push through it you have to put in the money you have to put in the work you have to put in the time you have to put in the effort and those things are fucking terrifying yeah sometimes they suck yeah especially if you don't have enough money to do all those things but Mm -hmm. you have to see the bigger picture in a way like you can't, as hard as it is to do, you can't get tunnel vision and focus on all of these stupid little things that are negative and awful and horrible. And you have to start opening up your, opening up your mind and just seeing all of the good things that are going to happen if you just stick through it, because it's definitely going to suck. Not saying that it's not going to be rough as shit to get through it. But it's going to be worth it. Like, in the end, it's going to be worth it. So, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be as young as I am and see a lot of the crap that I've had to go through turn around and come out for the better and, like, myself be put in better positions from it and have a more healthy outlook on life, if you will. Yeah. Um, Like, my character has changed a lot understand a lot more about people from it yeah not saying like hey, i'm great at people because i'm not i don't think any of us really are exactly uh but i'm, I'm pretty good with people. i was just gonna say okay oh, i can't really speak for noel noel go home <laughs> <laughs> but going through all that stuff like my prayer on a daily basis is that my experiences will be used to help someone else yeah like, if I had to go through all that to help one other person mm-hmm. or to be there for them or to understand them, to be able to be that kind of rock in a situation that they're going through if it's really uncertain. Yeah. Like, then it it was worth it to struggle for however many months or years it was. Yeah. It's... And I think a lot of people have that outlook, so don't... It, I don't know. Don't be afraid to go talk to people. Yeah. It'll... It'll end up being worth it. I mean, it's terrifying, but it's worth it. Um, do you have anything you want to add? Um, <clears throat> well, I I just have a, an experience with cowardice 
yeah. and suicide. Um, so I was in sixth grade, and this isn't this. Uh, I wasn't the one that tried to commit suicide. It was my sister. Um, it was homecoming, and we had a homecoming parade in the Heights, uh, and I was walking home from school that day and then <clears throat> when I got home I found that my dad was home my dad was never home when I got home from school because he worked until like 5 Yeah. and so I asked what was up and they were really they didn't really want to tell me but well they didn't tell me everything they just said that my sister had hurt herself and that she was in the hospital right now in the psych ward and that I would be seeing her later that night. And my other sister who was with my sister when she had tried to kill herself, it was at school. She, oh. yeah, she overdosed on Valium in the women's bathroom hmm. at school. And, um, so I correlate that experience with a lot of the stuff that's pretty messed up with me. Yeah. That's when I, that's like the descent from my belief in a higher being. Yeah. I can correlate that to that experience and a lot of just like tension amongst my family in general mm -hmm. because of those situations. And she was doing it purely for attention. Mm. Um, she sent out like a mass text to her friends before she did it. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. Yeah. So they would come running to her. Hmm. <clears throat> so it was extremely, extremely cowardly and selfish because I don't think she knows how much she did mess me up. Yeah. With doing that and how much she messed up my other sister. She's okay now. Well, She's alive right now. Yeah. Um, but it's just so selfish because it affects your family. It affects your friends. It affects all those around you. And it's like they don't really care. Yeah. They're in their mind, which is a terrible place to be in mm -hmm. because their mind was... <clears throat> what told them to kill themselves yeah um suicide affects people like that you wouldn't even think it would even people you don't really know exactly if i found out that this guy mac from my senior class if i found out he killed himself i would be devastated he didn't he wouldn't know that though yeah because he didn't know that he had such an influence on me yeah um there was a girl when I was in high school that had committed suicide and I had a pretty big crush on her, but I was not confident enough to talk to her. And by, by that point she had already moved schools. Um, and I didn't even hear about it until probably six months after. And it sucked. Like it was really rough. Um, and I had to move past that. I mean, without anybody able to help because no one else knew her. And I guess I just, I found, I found my way out of that hole just by hanging out with people more. I mean, I was at school 
every day, I mean, five days a week. And that made it a lot easier, but it was, it definitely took a toll. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, well, I have a statistic that actually says that, um, after the death of a celebrity or a suicide of a celebrity, rather, um, there is a temporary increase in about the four week span after the media reporting. Um, and it is almost always correlated with people who are younger than the age of the celebrity. Yeah. Because they look up to them. Exactly. They look up to them and like, Oh, if this person did it, then they lost someone that they had looked up to. Maybe was an idol anything someone that they had looked to as a beacon of happiness yeah yeah it's um it's also got to be really rough on their families because it's just going to be a huge invasion of privacy from the media um which i think should not be made as public as it is i mean that family is going through probably the most stressful time in their entire life and they don't need to have this is hell for them yeah they don't need to have paparazzi everywhere trying to get pictures or trying to get statements or anything like that um yeah i really hate the paparazzi i mean i have no experiences with them (laughs) other than what i have seen on news websites and that shit well it's because they put people on pedestals when they're people yeah i mean i don't think it's just that i think it's that they go to such extreme heights to get what they want and they're so aggressive um, that they don't think about other people's lives. Yeah. Because they are people, too. They think of them as just celebrities and nothing more. And a source of income. Yeah. My, my confusion with the paparazzi is why are they so damn worked up about it? Yeah. Because I've never heard of a popular or a famous paparazzi. Are they hoping to get a shot of their life of a celebrity or something? Something that will make them famous? People just pay really well for certain shots if you can be a creepy and stalk people. Yeah. Essentially, people want to just dive in and find out everything about these people's lives. But so, aren't there like thousands of paparazzi out there getting dozens of the same photo? Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep, but there's going to be a couple that look better than the other ones, and they're going to get paid a lot more. Hmm. Or they're going to get paid, period. Um. Yeah, and I mean, so it's it's a money game. So we're we've got like ten more minutes. You guys want to add anything else? I don't know. the The thing that I would say is, to people who are listening, who've never struggled with this, who've never gone through anything as much as as hard as it's gonna be to be there and be the person that people can lean on and try to understand them. You, you don't even have to understand them. You just have to show love. Yeah. You just have to show that you're there. Yeah. Um, but you also have to keep... You have to work on yourself a little bit, just as in, like, keeping yourself... Keeping your brain from sinking down to as low as that other person is feeling. Yeah. Because people with depression have a tendency to bring other people down. Like, it's just how our brains work um because we start to think about those kinds of things and then when we talk about those kinds of things to other people we kind of just project our feelings onto the other person um 
but that is no excuse to not speak to another human being about these things. Yep. Like, if there's somebody you know that you see that is... These are such stupid, cliche examples. Uh, take what I'm saying into practicality, though. Like, if you see somebody sitting somewhere, and you, like, know of them... You don't even have to know them. Like, if you know of them, even if you don't know them, and they just look horribly sad, or they're all alone, and you can tell something's wrong, there are those instances where, like, you can tell that somebody's not okay. Yeah. Go up and make a really awkward introduction and start a really awkward topic of conversation and sit down and feel really awkward because sometimes awkward is the most healthy thing you can do. I definitely agree. Um, that has helped me, like, with friendships before. Um, we had a mutual friend. I guess all of us had a mutual friend. Yeah. Um, and I... It was the second night that I had ever seen her and i just basically told her my entire life story because i was in a really dark place and i just needed to have someone there to talk to and i really didn't know this person well at all but in the end it we became really good friends i mean friendship's not really there anymore but you know it is what it is these things happen but it, it was not like it hurt anything at all that one instance was the sole purpose behind having that friendship be as strong as it was at the time um it's not it's not gonna hurt you if you tell someone that you're feeling low if you're feeling all of these different things and thinking about doing something as drastic as suicide and one thing i know i know for a lot of kids in high school it's like, it can be really hard, and I know that there have been a, a couple suicides recently that have come from high school groups. If you're a popular kid, because that's, like, what matters in high school for some stupid reason, as much as people tell you it doesn't when you get out of it, it actually doesn't, the real world is nothing like that. Yeah. But as much as it doesn't seem like it will, like, it... When you're in that instance, like, that's all that matters, because that's your social circle. That's what it is. Um, It's kind of dumb, but that's the reality of it. However, it's the people that put on the show that are always okay, that are always the best, that are always having fun, that are always with other people and smiling. Yeah. If you're that person and you struggle with this stuff, tell somebody about it. Yeah. Because there are people that look up to you. Like, I don't think there's anything better you can do than be open about that and let people understand, oh my gosh, okay, so I'm not the only one. Like, this person that I look up, that I really look up to, like, I admire them and they're struggling with this and they're getting through it, so you know what? I think I can probably try to. Yeah. Or talk to them and build a relationship and break social stigmas, but that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Um, also, one thing that I want to bring up, uh, like, suicides after getting out of relationships i think that's kind of a big reason for suicides and it is the worst reason for suicide not saying that there's any good ones but this is like it's the worst because you are you're going through something that is temporary and you have to i have a worse reason you do yeah i'm not gonna tell it because we know who it is okay we can talk about it after. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's just 
it's it's temporary it's not going to be a lasting thing um those feelings are going to go away at some point and it just it takes a lot to understand that but also it takes a lot to realize and get through yeah those feelings um and then i just i it just really boggles my mind because i don't i mean i've had those thoughts before like i can't go on she doesn't like me anymore blah 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 i'll never find anyone like that yeah but so it's uh it's definitely not true there are no, definitely not. better people out there for you if that didn't work out you're just one in seven billion people there's going to be someone out there for you i don't think there's such thing as the one i think that's complete mm-hmm. bullshit eh, i oh. kind of i feel like it's true i mean i sort of believe in soulmates a little bit just like i mean i think that there are more than one soulmate though because people are fairly similar mm-hmm. um and you can find someone that's almost the exact same person as your supposed soulmate so it's just um yeah i don't know now so even the one isn't the one at some times yeah so now my my quite disputed point of view like personally like i'm a christian yeah you all know what i believe like personally my relationship with the lord needs to be to a point where i'm okay mm-hmm. not having someone else that there's not somebody else there that i need to lean on yeah that i'm not trying to take pieces of me that are you know mentally broken down or extremely insecure and base all that and attach all that to another human because another human is not going to do stuff and you know not everybody's going to agree with me on that not everybody's going to have the same train of thought on that and if you don't look at it this way like if you're not okay with yourself yeah you will never be okay with someone else you're not going to be okay with someone else that does not mean you have to be perfect true you don't have to be perfect but you have to know that you screwed up sometimes. Yeah. Like I'm screwed up sometimes. You know what? It's okay. Yep. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I mean, we already talked about that somewhat on the, yeah. on the second episode. And I'm just saying like, if you're in that space and, and one of the reasons for those thoughts is that you got out of a relationship and you feel worthless, like, yeah, you, you don't need somebody else to have worth. Yeah. There are better things waiting for you in the single life or in the next relationship that you have so yeah just keep that in mind and don't let that stupid shit get in your way um all right well i think we're gonna end the podcast on that note um so again what is the uh the hotline number 1-800 i'll grab it okay hold on um so the hotline number in all seriousness if you guys are struggling um as much as we would like to be the person to take your call, we're not professionals and we don't have that. Yeah, and if anything, we'd probably fuck you up even more. Exactly. And um, you, honestly, the only reason we do this freaking podcast is because we want to see people get something out of it and to understand that this is a thing and to break some of the social stigmas. Yeah, and I know that um, I'm definitely getting some personal growth out of it. Yeah, for just sure. By, just by being able to open up about things. Yeah, just telling other people. So what's so that number? The number is one 800 two seven three eight two five five and if you guys are seriously considering anything like that if you're having suicidal thoughts if you think you should be admitted somewhere but you're really too scared to do it 
give them a call. It's completely anonymous. They're not going to tell anyone. They have no legal ramifications, but they'll do everything they can to help you through it. Exactly. Don't be afraid. They're they on your side. You. Yes. There's there's no shame. Yeah. Like you shouldn't be ashamed in that. Yep. Like we we've been talking about how we've all had suicidal thoughts before for the last what half hour. Yep. Well, just admitting it. It well close. <laughs> it's a thing that happens. You know, sometimes we're not perfect. Our brains go to dark places, and sometimes we need help. Yep. Like, I'll admit that. I need help sometimes. Yep. Well, if your brain is in a dark place and you need help, hit me up at W28WTHpodcast2017 <laughs> at gmail.com. Just send us uh, any uh, anything you need advice on, or if you just want to um, let us know if we're doing something incorrectly, because I know that I've probably fucked up several times. But, you know. Yeah. I, uh, or or with cool topics. If there's a cool topic too. you want cool us to talk about, questions, yes. anything like that. Yeah, questions, comments, cool topics. We should just do a Q and A at some point once we actually start getting emails. Yeah, we'll do a we'll do a Q and A in the uh, upcoming weeks if we ever get an email. Yeah, if we get an email, so <laughs> so send in email. those emails. We should probably just do like a a personal like who are we that do this podcast every week. Yeah. Once it's a little bit more. St- anyways, that's off topic. Yeah. So if. Now, just spitballing here, I think since this one was kind of heavy, that when we record the next one, uh, we should do it on tattoos and piercings. Oh, fuck yeah. Just just for fun, because all of us like that, and it'll be a nice break from like the stereotypical... Uh, you know, mental Doom health. This is really dark, but the same thing is like mental health contributes to that. There are things that go in it, symbolism, etc. Yeah, uh, I think it'd be a really fun one to do. We'd have so much to talk about on that. It'd probably go longer than thirty minutes. Yep, because yeah. It's, well, I, I can fun. already start talking about it, but I'm yeah, not me gonna. too. So uh, we'll end this one here, I guess. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening again. That's w two eight w t h podcast twenty seventeen at gmail dot com. Change it. One of these times, I'm gonna get it right, and I'm gonna fucking lose my mind. All right. So, hit us up. Thank you for listening. See you next week.